back to the hump day, folks. I'm David Solomon flying solo quite a bit under the weather, but Stuart's out. So we're going to try our best to get this rant with minimal coughing and sneezing. But if you're the United Nations, you are the ultimate virus, the ultimate cesspool. And you proved it again yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rant Network. It's a podcast hosted by my friend Stuart Piscale and myself, David Solomon, where we bring you unfiltered and uncensored conversations on a wide variety of topics. Our podcast is dedicated to giving you this platform to where you can express your opinion, share your thoughts, experiences, and ideas, and hear from a variety of perspectives and frank and honest opinions. We do this live, unedited, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern. You could hear us on the recording afterwards, or you could hear us live, whatever you feel that you wish to, to uh, watch or listen to. So we go through the, most of the ranges from news, pop culture, politics, and so much more. And since October the 9th, which was the first Monday we were uh, here since the uh, attack on Israel, we've been focusing practically in ex- exclusively on the absurdity that is become anti-Semitism in, around the world, and especially in U.S. and Canada. So... Let's sit back and let's dive into this. <coughs> Forgive me. So, what happened yesterday? Well, the United Nations, in its ultimate wisdom, passed overwhelmingly a resolution which included Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and so many more in Europe for a unilateral ceasefire from Israel. Now, in theory, it's good, right? This, the ceasefire is meant to be for humanitarian purposes, help the Palestinians. We understand that. Totally get it. But how duped is this world? Or is this really this, I don't know, collusion to try to destroy Israel? Because there was not one mention of Hamas and their responsibility and what they should do, which included releasing the balance of the hostages. Not one word. They have yet to condemn Hamas for this action. They have yet to condemn Hamas as a terrorist organization. So when you have countries like Canada who say, listen, we're on Israel's side, but we believe in humanitarian aid, you're a one-sided vote. The United States voted against it. A handful of countries voted against it, 23 abstained. It's a sticky topic, sure. But when over 150 nations vote in favor and essentially blame Israel for the war about this war, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. And this is what's happened. And we've duped the living hell out of everybody. We've we've made sure that everybody, everybody is on board with the hate on Israel. I mean, it's it's, it's obvious. The United Nations has done more for terror organizations more recently than at any time in history. Yes, they brought Yasser Arafat by helicopter in the early 70s. He had a gun on his side and he gave a passionate speech at the United Nations General Assembly to a resounding, you know, applause, he brought a terrorist into the UN. No one cared. Not then and not now. The UN, the cesspool that it is, continues to show its one-sidedness. It is where everybody gets one vote more often than not. So as a result, you can create these cliques, these, these bodies that work together. So when you have the Russian block, or when you have the Arab block, or when you have the Latin block, or African block, They're getting together, a lot of them, and voting against Israel. Essentially, they're voting against Israel. They're voting for, (coughs) pardon me, these Arabs. The Israeli ambassador yesterday held up the phone number of Hamas's head office. It was actually quite interesting to watch. 
saying, you want a ceasefire? Call this person and tell them to lay down their arms. But no, the world decided that it was Israel's fault. So can you blame how duped the rest of the world is? The universities and all? Yeah, we talked about this, but these university presidents, I mean, look what happens. One steps down at UPenn, the chair steps down, but not at Harvard. No, no. Not only does the board support Claudine Gay, but 500 professors signed a letter that says she is the right person. And there are allegations from so many people, African-Americans, who said if Claudine Gay had been white, a white male, white female, she would have been fired. But Claudine Gay is continuing to share the terrorists' mantras, the propaganda. What she says, it's a matter of context. She's only helping Hamas further the cause. So when the United Nations does that, your best schools in the United States are doing that, let alone in other universities across the world. And your politicians like Joe Biden, who at the face says, I'm here to support Israel. And then in a private donor event says, Israel is indiscriminately bombing Palestine. More propaganda for Hamas. President Biden told Benjamin Netanyahu, bottom line was that the world is losing support for Israel. Israel's not going to have its support anymore. <coughs> Pardon me. That Israel is going to be alone if they don't take care of the Palestinians. And this is the question I ask. Why? Were Palestinians or any Arabs or Muslims being taken care of and recently in Pakistan when 2 million Afghanis were thrown out? Nope. When Assad bombed his own people, the president of Syria, did he, did, was, was there any condemnation? Was there any support? Nope. So this whole notion that Muslims and Arabs say they're supporting their brothers and sisters in this cause. Now I'm going to use the word, it depends on the context. That's right. It depends on the context. If it's Muslim against Muslim or Arab against Arab, the world throws their hands up in the air. If the United States or the West somehow gets their fingers involved, as we saw in Afghanistan and Iraq, then the Muslim world gets a little ornery. But when it's Israel, oh boy, now we've lost our minds. Now we've created the most catastrophic event possible. And this is how the world has been duped. The belief that they are the oppressed, the belief that they are constantly being oppressed by Israel, is what the United Nations and what universities love to hear. We're here to help the oppressed. And the oppressor shall be punished. Now, have you ever asked yourself why aren't countries asking themselves or universities asking themselves why Egypt or Jordan won't open their borders to Palestinian refugees? One million Syrian refugees left, no problem. Canada took in 25,000. Why is the world not opening the doors for Syrian, sorry, for, sorry, for Palestinian refugees? Huh? You ever wondered that? No, because you can't ask that question because the whole focus is on Israel. So let's focus on Israel for just a second. Why is the United Nations and why are universities so afraid 
to tell the truth about Israel. Democracy. Imagine that. Democracy. When you look at the nations surrounding Israel, the Arab countries, the Muslim countries, there is no democracy. Let's be, let's be realistic. You could say, oh, but they all have elections. It's a one-party system. Please give me a break. And if you want to look at the longevity of these, these leaders, they don't go away. They're there forever. So that's democracy. We talk about human rights. And we've talked about it on this show. Women's rights, gay rights, black rights, you name it. Non-existent in these countries. Freedom of religion, non-existent. I mean, think about it. In Iran, a woman did not have her hijab on properly. They beat her mercilessly. They killed her. There were protests. They killed them. They incarcerated them. Not a peep from the world. Not a peep from Arab countries. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is that the world is afraid that Israel being the only democracy there will actually influence other countries. Imagine that, that Israel is a beacon of hope for people for their education, their livelihood, their religion, their gender identity, their sexual identity, whatever you want to call it. Israel is constantly being beaten up by Arab nations so that the beauty that Israel brings be shut down. And the universities, instead of recognizing this and saying, hey, look what Israel can bring, is more interested in a left-leaning oppressed versus oppressor mindset and will continue to push hell on earth in these areas. So with the United Nations in their block of, of nations and their, and their collusion there, is it any wonder that they don't want democracy? They're African nations that don't want democracy. They're Asian countries that don't want democracy. They love their autocratic rule. They love it. Israel is a threat to them. And therefore, the idea of pushing this through the United Nations and then through the universities and then through politicians makes their lives better. But the democracy that you and I have lived with, the beauty of what we live in, our day-to-day, -day, that's being denied by the left, by the politicians, by the UN, by the universities. Denied. All so Hamas can win. This is what happened with the 150-plus nations yesterday. They do not want to upset the Arab apple cart, so they'll give them what they want which is their version of stability. Therefore, that domino effect goes to the media with its distorted reporting, to the universities with its cockeyed education, all so that the Arab countries and the Muslim countries not provide real democracy for their people. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been duped. You've been duped big time. You've been suckered into the Hamas mantra, the Iran mantra, the Syrian mantra, the Arab mantra, you've been duped. And when you believe that Israel's responsible for all the malaise in the Middle East, that's true. Because all they want to do is bring a beacon of light, a beacon of hope, and real democracy and freedoms that these Arabs and Muslims have never experienced.
When you talk to Arabs and Muslims in Israel, and I have spoken to many of them, they will tell you they love Israel for that reason. They can live freely, not under threat, not under coercion. They can practice and be what they want. But you can't do that in Iran, not in Jordan, not in Syria, not in Egypt, not in any of those countries. So the threat of pushing Israel towards that ceasefire pushes their need. That's why you've got such a strong push towards forcing Israel towards a, a ceasefire and not Hamas. The world continues to be duped and to think that it's only an Israel-Arab conflict, when in reality, this is a conflict between Muslims and the West. It is coming here. We saw that on September 11th and people have forgotten about it. We've seen this in other incidents. People have forgotten about it. This battle, this ideology, is about saving democracy. That's what people fought for in World War II. It's fascinating to believe that in 2023, we are unwilling to fight for that, preserving democracy where necessary. It makes no sense to me that the UN and the rest of the world, these so-called Western democracies, are willing to throw it Israel under the bus. Man, you've been duped. Thank you for tuning in. <coughs> I made it almost as far. Thank you for tuning in to the Rant Network today. We trust that you found this somewhat intriguing. Hope you got some something out of it. Catch us every Monday, Wednesday, new and Friday, noon Eastern. Check us out on social media. Check us out on YouTube. Please share your perspectives. We'd love to hear your feedback. And until Friday, let's keep on the rants.